Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. And in this episode, we welcome Jeremy Ames to talk a bit about HCM technology and what to expect in the, in the near future. Jeremy is VP of HCM services at Workforce Insights, a world leader in workforce management and human capital management technology services. His business unit is responsible for implementing and enhancing various HCM platforms with a particular focus on UKG products. Jeremy is also former CEO of Hive Tech HR, a consultancy he started about 10 years ago, um, which was just recently acquired by WFI. And that, actually, that's going to be the main focus of, uh, of today's interview. It's um, it's almost more of a supplier news piece. It's, uh, it's a happy news uh, session today, uh, which is which is always nice, particularly in such a, a difficult year. Um, for those who haven't heard of Jeremy, well, he's he's a He's a pretty well-known guy, so you should totally have heard of Jeremy by now. But he's uh, he's a member of the um, the Forbes HR Council, and is membership committee chair of the Advisor Collective, a group of advisory firms in the HR and benefits and payroll space. He's also a frequent writer and speaker in the HR tech ecosystem, and has hosted shows uh, on this feed actually on the HR Gazette feed called uh, Seven Points of Satisfaction in Buying HR Tech. So you should check that out. Uh, he also he also focuses on the uh, the practical and achievable elements of transformation, and he'll be sharing his insights today. This podcast episode is sponsored by Virgin Pulse, the number one global employee well-being solution provider, supporting 7.5 million members in 20 languages across 190 countries. Virgin Pulse offers solutions that deliver on their home base for health vision of simplifying and unifying other point products into a better together ecosystem and transform the mental, physical, financial, social, community, and emotional health of organizations and their people. You can learn more at virginpulse.com. Jeremy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bill. I'm excited to be here. So beyond that introduction then, and if people are still saying, well, I think I know who you're talking about, um, more of a rundown on who you are and then your 10-year journey, which takes you to today and, and the, the brilliant news about the, the merger of the, the businesses and whatnot. Yeah, it's been, it's been quite the ride, Bill. So, um, you know, I feel like the 10 years that it took me to today also, you know, obviously, uh, it followed the path of Hive Tech HR, which actually started out as Gaucho Group. But the cool thing about my journey is that it also aligns with so much that has happened in the human capital management technology front that I really feel like I, I followed alongside so many different organizations, so many different industry colleagues, uh, you know, clients that use the technology as well as vendors that sell the technology. So, it's been such an amazing ride uh, to today with so many ups and, you know, a couple downs, of course, but uh, it's been, it's been a great ride to, to this moment in time, which is basically the transition from owning and running a business for 10 years to now being a key contributor in an existing uh, larger business. So I'm really excited about where I am point in time and how I can continue to hopefully not only just kind of be a, a, participant in this whole ecosystem of of hcm technology but also continue to drive it as much as possible 
Well, you absolutely deserve it. Congratulations. Uh, this, this, this is this is awesome, um, and I'm I'm very very happy for you. We're gonna we're gonna talk a bit more about uh, what it all means and uh, what it could mean for some of our listeners as well uh, a little bit later, Jeremy. But before before then, um, let let's just talk in, in more general terms and uh, share some of your your learnings from from the last sort of six to nine months with, with our audience. Twenty twenty, wow, what a year! Hmm. Oh my goodness me! And um, and listeners, as we record this, um, it's the the morning after the the election, and um, the things just keep getting crazier. Um, that's going to be a few days at least until we know what's happening. Um, Jeremy, from a professional standpoint, mainly, I mean, perhaps you would like to share because you know, twenty twenty has hit everybody in, in many personal ways. But certainly, from from a business point of view, what what has twenty twenty taught you? and why for me 2020 has been it's it's been essentially the the changing of the term future of work to me basically summarizes what 2020 has meant so the future of work in 2019 terms was how can we push the envelope as far as possible out into the future how can we transform as great as you know as as far into the future, like five years out, can we make our businesses run as if this were, you know, well into the future? 2020 has changed that to how can we, how can we get to 2021 or 2020 has taught us how can we get to 2021 basically. So, you know, future of work just has been made more near term. You know, how can businesses that are so completely hampered operationally by what uh, what forces have been brought upon 2020? How can they just continue their operations? How can they manage the incredible volume of changes in their workforce? How can they, uh, you know, keep up with the legislative changes, you know, benefits and payroll uh, changes that are happening? How can they keep up with projects that they had already put in flight and actually uh, see those through to execution while they're still managing all the craziness that's going on in their businesses. So for me, uh, 2020 has really meant instead of thinking about the, some of the pie in the sky functionality necessarily for a brief moment in time, and hopefully that, that moment can be drawing near at some point here uh, in the near future. But now we need to just think about the future of work for our company. How do we keep paying people? How do we keep, you know, at least making the move towards growing again, as opposed to being in this, like, you know, grab the, grab the, the railings of the, uh, of the roller coaster and making it through. So that's, that's been the, to me, what 2020 has been. All right. So far be it from me, Jeremy, to, uh, to challenge you and talk about uh, what's going to happen in, in, in the future when, like you said, so many organizations right now are very much focused on surviving and getting through to but don't mind i'd love if you could share some of your thoughts around what some of those big challenges for organizations in 2021 will look like when it comes to connecting and managing their people so yeah i i think that um you know what i've written and spoken a lot about is is how far along you were able to get how far along organizations i should say were able to get in their uh transformational worlds leading up to what's happened this year really impacts you know not only how they've gone through this year but then when the the focus is shifted back to growth and to uh you know more innovation how far 
how far they can take things and how quickly they can mobilize. So, and in fact, you know, my speech about what 2020 has looked like, that is, that's addressing the, the bulk of what we've seen. There are organizations out there who, who were either in a, in a great position based on what they'd done leading up to it, or, you know, there, this is a very industry specific change. Obviously it's, it's wide scale in terms of the number of industries affected, but there are industries like some electronics industries, you know, even some consumables, there are industries that have not, not been as impacted in some ways were impacted positively by, by this craziness. So, and you know, what I think 2021 looks like is it is that return to innovation. Hopefully, uh, you know, things continue to stabilize. I know that there's some, uh, some aspect of this that's just going in the wrong direction right now and some uh, political instability, like you said, we're, we're right in the midst of that today, literally. So, um, but I, I do, I am hopeful that next year, kind of this return to the innovative ways of 2018 and 2019, where uh, all organizations are looking to, to the whole digital transformation. That, you know, we didn't get all the way there, I think is the point. We started to really push the needle on AI in the recruiting space. We pushed the needle on, on bots where you know, the, the move away from as much HR operational support needed and, and more towards uh, the AI aspect of that, as well as uh, things like service delivery being more uh, centralized and, and providing more services to the employee as they move through, through the employee life cycle. So I do expect that, and it's not to say it's not happening, but I think there was a bit of a pause taken by many organizations this year. Okay, so, so hopefully next year is going to be a glorious year when we come through when we come through all the terribleness of right now. Um, and uh, you mentioned that it's going to be uh, that opportunity to to get back in there and, and start innovating again properly and and moving forward and not focusing on the the immediate crises that we keep facing. Um, where would you like to fit in with all of that, Jeremy? Um, yeah. Ideally, what what would you like your role to be as as it evolves and you know, it enjoys hopefully a healthier, more productive marketplace. Mm -hmm. And Bill, I don't mean to make it sound like there hasn't been a, a move in the right direction. So kind of encapsulating this year, it was really rough uh, through about June, July, and then July through now has certainly uh, picked up in terms of the amount of uh, companies buying net new software. Uh, so the, the innovation has re restarted. I just think that it's it's slightly tempered by the you know literally by the cases and how things are going in particular countries but so but but to answer your question my role is is to continue to like i said to drive this forward in my new uh position so i went from being ceo of hive tech to now being the vp of hcm services here at workforce insight uh, and workforce insight is, is definitely a, a leader in workforce management uh, and they also have done a lot in the human capital management technology space. So it's kind of like this cool uh, spot where I recognize that workforce management and HCM were kind of colliding. So but positioning myself, uh, but also more specifically being positioned in an organization like WFI that has, you know, like 250 employees and they're, they're really big in, uh, in the, uh, the chrono space and in other workforce technology spaces um, like Putting myself in this position, really, I think it'll get, it'll be a nice platform for continuing to both speak, write, and obviously just do the work uh, and manage a team that does the work uh, specific in the HCM 
technology space. So I know that uh, you know that's a, that's a lot to say about my hopes for what's what's going to happen. But I know for me, it's never been just about either speaking. It's not. It hasn't just about been about influencing externally. You know, with the associations I've been on on boards of and, and speaking at conferences. I've always felt the biggest opportunity to influence was to be really uh, have visibility into what's happening with the organizations that we work with. So what are their pain points? What are their needs? And then, you know, seeing these trends ideally before they actually happen. So seeing this trend to need to manage your hourly workforce, for example, uh, uh, in a better way and to not just hear from others about the employee experience, but actually to hear it in boardrooms, you know, with, with leaders in the HR technology space, to hear that the work-life integration is actually a thing that people are, are considering a dream in their organization and then help them drive towards that as opposed to, you know, waiting until it becomes a buzzword. So that's, that's my hope is that I always can be like one step ahead of things and maybe even surface some ideas through the organizations that I'm still a part of while also providing that value to my organization. Well, you're certainly, um, you, you, you've certainly been welcomed. Uh, there's a quote here from uh, Tony Santoro, who's CEO of Workforce in Insight. And he says, we've been thrilled to partner with Hive HR Tech in the past and proudly welcome the HR thought leadership and expertise that Jeremy Ames and his team have been recognized for. Joining forces will accelerate expansion of our HCM talent and services across industries and regions. Um, why, why was it Workforce Insight and, and why now? So I already gave one big reason, which was just the, the collision of, of WFM and HCM worlds. Um, you touched on in the quote from Tony, uh, you did touch on another reason is that, you know, I've, I've seen obviously over the course of my 10 plus years, um, acquisitions and mergers that work and those that don't. And for me, it's always first and foremost about cultural cultural fit. And so we actually had already been doing some work with with uh, Workforce Insight over time. In fact, they had acquired Presence of IT last year, and we had been a, a big uh, contract, a subcontractor with Presence of IT. So having that background and, and knowing that there's a cultural fit and that there's a fit in terms of the work that we do was a key reason why it made sense. Um, and then... You know, Tony just showed himself to be a great leader in, in just our short amount of interactions. Uh, I remember asking him when he told me what a big company he had, like if he had actually met all the employees of his company, and, and his answer of yes was extremely important to me. Um, and then just his other leadership team. It's just, we've you can tell sometimes when you have these conversations whether or not you're going to be able to work together. And there's never been any doubt from that first moment that we were going to we were going to do well together. So that's kind of the, the personal side of things. And then again, just the, the fact that they wanted to get more into certain areas of business that we do. So uh, we do extensive work on the Alpi Pro uh, platform from a services standpoint, and that was a, a key area for them to, to uh, make, make more headway in. So it's a, a great fit there, and it's already, you know, it's already in the short amount of time. It's playing out to be a positive. So okay. all very exciting. Awesome. Well, again, super happy for you. And before we wrap up, Jeremy, uh, how can our listeners connect with you through LinkedIn, email address, Twitter, whatever you'd like to share there? And also, how can they learn more about 
what you're getting up to over at Workforce Insight. So yeah, I mean, they can always uh, continue to find me on Twitter. I I, uh, I do have quite a following, but I I don't know this whole political thing. I have to I have to keep away from the political stuff. But uh, Jeremy Allen Ames is my Twitter handle. That's A L L Y N. Thank you, Mom. Um, you can also obviously find me on LinkedIn. Just uh, type in Jeremy Ames uh, Workforce Insight, and you should should have no problem finding me there. Email address is jeremy.ames at workforceinsight.com. And then if you want to learn more about Workforce Insight, you know, just check out workforceinsight.com and you can find out all about the different industries that we focus on, uh, some of our partners uh, and all of the services. We have a really uh, cool uh, service line that I just had a, a pretty long conversation today, which is about, you know, servicing clients after go live. So it's, um, it's really exciting to be here and I really appreciate you bringing me on the call, Bill. My, my pleasure. I always enjoy chatting to you, Jeremy. Uh, well, that just leaves me to say for today, Jeremy Ames, thank you very much for being a guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thank you. And listeners, until next time, stay safe and happy working. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.